Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. No! My rep! No, no, it's an improvised okay. weapon. Oh, this book on reptilian anatomy, the pages are all stuck together. Oh, God. I think we should beat up that elf. I'm gonna have him, by the way, this just occurred to me, shove the cultist corpse down the murder hole. <laughs> we were working in the lab late last night. <laughs> Get as close to her as possible and then shiver. Even in the darkest, scariest of places, there's still... Light, love, and comfort. <laughs> uh, a book called The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Fusion Gone Wrong. Cassian, you I feel like you're into that. He's in there. He's speaking with the Dark Lord. Top of the morning to you, Mr. Dark Lord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Top of the morning. <laughs> if we know anything about our listeners, it's these two things. One, they enjoy seeing our shining faces in person. And two, they love supporting good causes. Since we unequivocally know these things to be true, it is our duty to inform you that improvised weapons will be appearing at this year's The Long Game, 2nd Edition. The Long Game is a three-day event to raise money for the Vermont chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. This year, it's happening June 21st through 23rd at Quarterstaff Games on Church Street in Burlington. We'll be podcasting live from the event on the morning of Sunday the 23rd. There will be a plethora of other gaming goodness going on, and it's all for a good cause, so you should absolutely come on down and roll the dice against Alzheimer's. Check out Gamers Against Alzheimer's on Facebook for more info. Now, let's hit it and crit it. 
Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the party worked their way through Quaylar's labs in search of Yarfik and Cassian's equipment. They quietly dispatched a few cultists and obtained two more robes so they could all be in disguise and managed to bluff their way past the guards at the front door, allowing them to continue on to the second floor of the building unmolested. There, they found Quaylar's personal glove display, his private library, and his armory in which they found their belongings. They also found some magical items, a whip, a set of plate armor, and a pair of boots. Having heard footsteps and the closing of a door before they entered the armory, they went to the other exit to spy. Yarfik cast clairvoyance, summoning an invisible sensor on the opposite side of the door. Through it, he saw a room full of scientific equipment, sheaves of notes, and at the opposite end of the room, Quaylar himself, standing in front of a six-foot-tall mirror in which he could see parts of a large bloodshot eye. Yarfik quickly dispelled the sensor for fear that what was in the mirror might see it. Relaying this information to the party, they began to discuss how to proceed. And that is where we pick up. You are all in the armory, outside the door to Quaylar's chambers. You know that for the moment, Quaylar is in discussion, but you do not know how long that will last. What are you doing? Uh, I'm searching the room a little bit more to see what else is in here, kind of looking at this area, because I think these are windows, right, that we didn't look at? Uh, yes, those are windows. I'd love to see down what's in there. Sure, see, you can go ahead and take a look. Here. You don't have to roll or anything like that. Uh, you look down and you see a, uh, a courtyard, uh, and in the courtyard there are several large stones, and on those large stones are uh, some large coiled reptilian forms that seem to be basking in the light there. So they're moving. Uh, they're not moving at the moment, but they are, they're alive. I mean, they're alive. They're not stone. They're, you can see them breathing. Yeah, they're not stone, basically. No, they are not stone. Okay. Is there anything they could, like, potentially climb up with, say, if they heard us trying to murder Quaylar in here? Uh, I mean, looking, it, it just seems like a sort of a sheer uh, wall. Okay. And we're not on the first floor. Correct. Right. You are on the right. second floor currently. Right. So there's, there's, they'd have to go up about 20 feet or so. Okay, and there's are these these are the pedestals that the the armor and stuff is Correct. on. Correct. Right? Those are those are like armor forms. Uh, do any of the other ones do they look like familiar to any of us, or do they kind of look like older or like kind of? As someone would, would know like military history, would they know kind of what these armors are? Or? Uh, I mean, there are uh, sets of leathers. There's there's chain. There's leathers. Uh, there's a set of half plate. Uh, standard kinds of armor. They all are uh, you know various eras. And in various levels of repair, uh, none of them are dusty or anything like that. They're all clean. Do they look? Uh, any of them look kind of valuable or anything else? No more valuable than a normal set would be. Okay. None of them look like they're necessarily collectors' items on a grand scale. They're probably just all things that, to Quaylar himself, he feels are useful or important. Aha. Okay. We already scooped everything magic, right? Correct. Yeah, I just didn't know if there's anything we needed to take with us as well afterwards to sell. I mean, sure, there, no, you could take the it. stuff to sell. You already have a bunch of shit. You've never sold any of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We haven't done a whole You lot have, like, 500 daggers in the bag of holding. <laughs> That's Cassian's personal collection. We have all that collection. silverware that we stole from... Qu from uh, from Gulrick, Almost yeah. enough for my master plan. Almost <laughs> <laughs> have amassed enough daggers. It's all over. You know that uh, that uh, whole thing about house of flying swords and daggers? That's what anyone's doing. Gotcha. You're going to build a house out of flying daggers. Okay. That's a pretty good plan. <laughs> I don't need to do much more in the room, so. Basically, I, I, I tell everyone, 
So he's in with a, all of his notes are in there. There's a bunch of scientific equipment. We could theoretically blow up the actual, probably blow up the actual room or set it on fire. That might draw him out, but also we could just ambush him as he comes out the door here. Yeah, I guess um, it's just a question of like how lovely. Ildov also speaks up and says, um, weren't we also talking about trying to salvage the building? Maybe we don't want to blow up the room. Right, yeah. Well, uh, I just, I, I don't know if his note should fall into the wrong hands. We need to destroy it and it shouldn't be given it to somebody. We are um, not going to destroy a written word. <laughs> what if it's a drawn word? What if they're diagrams? Same. What were you saying, Cassian? Well, I thought I thought part of the plan was to try and avoid uh, tipping off whatever's in that mirror that we're here, so uh, or yes. that we're loose. And so I think whatever happens, we want it to happen in this room, right? I mean, I would assume so. I, I you know, I'd, we just have to keep it away from the windows at least, so people don't see outside and come down the inn. Right, ideally. I actually have some thoughts on that. Um, oh. So, uh, since we have a little bit of time to set up, I can summon some beasts, and I was thinking. Snakes. Uh, I, I was thinking maybe a giant spider that can sort of web him to the door, like web him in place right as he comes through the door before he has a chance to do anything, and then we can kind of, you know, just a sp- sp- spider. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll be a, it'll be tame, or at least it'll do what I say. All right. I mean, that that'd be very very handy. Uh, the other thing we have to remember with this, and right. Cassie, I know you remember this. When he casts a spell on you, usually he needs to concentrate on that spell. At least it seemed that way until you dispelled it last time. He had that he had Bigby's hand out that was crushing me for a while. Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of spells you need to maintain focus on. The, the web wouldn't necessarily stop him from doing that, but if we got it on him soon enough, it might stop him casting spells. I don't know. Uh, Sam, I actually have a question. This just occurred to me. Mm-hmm. When his hands are detached, are they like still making the spell gestures for him when he casts spells with somatic components or how does that work um so they are not um they are they are uh, autonomous semi-autonomous creatures essentially when they're detached from him um and he makes the the necessary somatic gestures just with his his hand uh, his hands with, quote his unquote, with his stumps yeah okay well, well, he had like a that ghost- that's possible he had a ghostly hand that like appeared to do it right if i remember correctly last no time. no he he has mage hand as one of his cantrips right okay. so he can he uses that for things he would need a hand for when his hands are detached that's what that but was otherwise like. he he has other methods for being able to to do the necessary somatic components okay so but then if his arms were immobilized by say a giant web he couldn't do, he couldn't cast anything uh, anything, anything that, that required, required somatic. somatic components yeah well you yeah. could also do pull the spider-man and web his mouth shut too True. i don't know if it has that much precise control over it it's sort of just a, a big spider but uh we can try all right. Right. Also, Sam, we've been whispering this entire time. Just so I you know. know. <laughs> Cassian's whisper just sounds like this. Just at a low volume. <laughs> but it's still very dramatic. Very, very in- impactful. So we're drawing him. It's a mean out. stage whisper. It's amazing. <laughs> so how do we get him out of the room? We could. Uh, we could knock. We just knock. What was? What kind of a room was it? Wait, is it like a lab? Like is it someplace <laughs> where he might be spending a lot of time? The, uh, the next room. It, it, um... From what I described. From what Yarfix saw and could describe, it looked like a personal workshop. Okay. So he could lock himself in there for hours and never come out, basically. Why don't, yeah, okay. um... We need to draw him out. Uh, why how don't... about some smoke? Let's, like, uh, pipe some smoke in under the door. Oh, I could absolutely fire. do that. Ooh. We could also knock a set of armor over. Well, I'm, I guess I'm just worried that he's, like management. You know what I mean? I don't know if he's going to come out for every suit of armor that gets knocked over. All right. True. Yes, I mean, we can smoke him out. 
I'll happily do that. I like that. Well, how about this? What if we try the armor first, and then and see if he comes out? Because that way, at least, he'll be less likely to expect hostile opposition. Is there a way for me to? Was that, was that a chair? Or was that a was that a um, a table? That that is a chair in the uh, the den. The den has two red leather chairs. Are they movable? Uh, yeah. I mean, they're they're heavy, but they're movable. Oh, but that swings in that way. Damn it. Um, I was gonna try to block the door, but if the door swings into the library, that's not gonna do much. Correct. Damn it. Unless you brought it into the library and locked tied myself a rope out. around it <laughs> that's true yeah um i'm gonna go and try to drag these over to the uh, the outer door and okay. block the door with the chairs okay uh you're trying to do this quietly yes okay so Roll stealth with so, disadvantage so slowly but quietly um while he's doing that i'm gonna ca cast up two giant spiders okay so you're you're possible. summoning fey creatures yes in it quietly if possible i don't know if i need to make a stealth roll for that Okay. That, that's a 13. Uh, 13? It is a little far away, too. Yeah, so you uh, you sort of creep down with with the closest approximation clank, clank, of cat-like tread that you, uh, that you can muster. Are you are you dragging both over or just one of them? One at a time. Just one at a time? Okay. Yeah. So you creep over and you slowly drag one chair after the other over and race them against the door in uh, an approximation that you think will do pretty well. Like, they're, you can't, because of the construction of them, you can't, like, tilt them up against to try and jam the, the feet into the ground or anything right. like that, but they're cumbersome enough that they should provide some protection. And Eowyn still has her alarm spell up over there as well. Right. Cool. And at this point, it's been about 25 minutes. Cassian, you're, uh, you get two spiders from your spell? Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll... It takes him 25 minutes to drive, drag those things over? Uh, to do it quietly. Oh, I'm, I'm in okay. full plate. I'm trying to be as quiet as possible. Okay. I, I guess I... But as of now, Quayla, you haven't heard any more, any stirring from the room. Okay. Well, yeah, I get the spiders for an hour, so yeah. Yeah, I'm summoning them now. Uh-oh, Ewan. Uh, what are you having them do? Or are you just having them sort of lay in wait? They're laying in wait. I mean, I'm giving... The instructions that I'm giving them are... I, I sort of describe Quailar to, to, to them, and I tell them that when he comes to the door, I want them to both try and web him. And um, basically just... I, I want... First priority is web him. Second priority is bite him to poison him. Um, and, and just, like, try and... Try and incapacitate him, basically. Okay. Um, so you've blocked the outer library door. Uh, you've summoned the spiders. Uh, what other preparations are you making? Well, um, In general, not strapping, just you. Uh, okay. For me, I'm going to try and strap Frosted Flake to my arm. Can I do that? Uh, you can try. Uh, roll, uh, roll, let's see. Well, what are you going to strap it to your arm with? What do you have to... Henderson's rope. Uh, I guess I thought we just had a bunch of rope in our packs. Do we not? I mean, I've, I've, got like, re I've got regular rope. Yeah, I've got I like 25 feet of rope. I think I have rope. Okay, uh, if you have... If, as long as you have rope, then you are welcome to use it. I just wanted to make sure. I, um, I guess I'll double check. I, I think I started with like an explorer's pack, but let me double check. Okay. But John has rope, right? yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yarfic, I mean. um, so yeah, you can you can use a length of rope to sort of strap it to your arm. Um, I'll say you can do that, but it's only going to give you plus one AC instead of plus two, just because it's not quite, that's not right. the sort of the intended use for that, for either of those items. Right. Um, okay. So you'll still get a little bit of benefit from it. Okay, so I'll have a 17 AC. That's yeah. still respectable. And I'm at a healthy 11. <laughs> okay, uh, so are we smoking him out or are we... Wait, 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 wait. You okay. you three come over here. Are you, okay. 
Let's all hold hands again, get in our circle. I know it's going to be hard for you and me, Cassian, to do this, but... Touching everybody. I say, we've proven to each other here. We're all good company and at least friends. And we, we are what each other needs to end this evil and end this person. Are you with me? Aye. Yeah. Um, yes? I cast eight on the three of them. So you get plus five to your AC on t- So uh, Plus five to your AC. Not IAC, to your uh, hip HP. Yeah, your HP, sorry. Um, so it's plus five. I have them as well. Oh, so. D&D has too many acronyms. I'll, I'm going to say it. Somebody <laughs> had to say it. So you guys get, basically get 10 more hit points, and five of them are temporary. Uh, Your max HP is, is raised by five, yep. and then you get five temporary hit points over that. So when you And so when those are gone, they can't be healed? Is that the distinction? Correct. Right. But okay. the other five hit points can be healed up to until the spell fades. or is And that's eight hours from now. Yeah. Sweet. So uh, each of you has aid cast on you. Where let's where, where is everyone positioning themselves, and where are the spiders going to be? The spiders are going to be sort of I guess flanking the doorway, one on each side. Do you want them on the ceiling? Oh yeah, totally. I forgot forgot the spiders could do that, which sounds really dumb. Saying it out loud. <laughs> gonna, yeah, gonna let's pop them on the them? ceiling, right above the door. Yeah, okay. I'm going to be on the side of the door that it opens up, so that side, so that when the door opens, I'm behind it. Ha ha! I want to be not necessarily like. Flash, flash against the wall, but sort of like angled enough from the door that, that it'll sort of be slightly between me and Quailer when it opens. Uh, so you want to be behind the door? No, I'm saying I, I want to be like standing in the main part of the room. I mean, is there cover behind these like weapon racks? Uh, I mean, sort of. They're roughly person sized. Okay. I'll sort of. Uh, <gasps> then I go behind the weapon racks. <laughs> <laughs> the one that's most person sized. Sure. No, you know what? I guess I'll just be within. Within one movement, you know, so within 30 feet of the door and sort of like off to the side of it so that whichever way it swings open, it'll be like, it'll be occluding me from Quailar's view a little bit. Okay. And I'm drawing Daybreak. I mean... Daybreak? Not Daybreak. I'm the horse! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Ajis> tier. <laughs> he nicknamed Ajia's tier Daybreak yep. after his horse. It's very confusing. <laughs> Uh, and Yarfik, where are you going to be? Um, I'm going to be... Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be bu- basically behind the door here and have a beeline for Quailar as soon as he comes out. I'm gonna tr- I'll be right there for him. Okay, and where do we think Ildov is going to be? Uh, probably back behind one of the weapon racks, too. She's sort of a distance fighter. Yep. Unless she wants to disguise herself or, maybe, or something. Maybe um, even a little bit farther away from Eowyn in case like he casts some kind of area of effect spell over there. You know, like... We want to be spread out. From okay. I mean, that's about as far back without without leaving the room is. Yeah, she can still hit from there. Um, Elder yeah. Blast has a pretty good range. Sweet. Okay. So we've all got our positioning. Now we have to smoke the him out. The plan is now to smoke him push out. push over a suit of armor. Yeah. First, we're going to push over some armor and see if that does it, and then we're going to smoke. Okay. Hey, um, smoke I'm going to out. push over <laughs> the ones on this rack, and then I'm going to leave this door ajar and peek out. <laughs> nice. Okay, so Eowyn, uh, just roll a strength check. Oh. This is Eowyn's classic Heidi move. Mm-hmm. Eleven. Eleven d five. Eleven. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So uh, it's it's not particularly hard to do. It's one of those things like a DC of 10. Right. Um, so you put your shoulder against the armor rack that you're standing near, and you push and you push and you push, and you knock it over, and it sort of like very slowly falls and then picks up momentum and then clatters to the ground. Um, that particular one was uh, a set of chain, so there's a lot of like jingly janglies as it hits. And I, then As that happens, I, I whisper, Tira, and my shield activates. Okay. Um, and, uh, you sort of go and you run behind that, uh, over to the door over there to see if anything happens, and you all sort of hold your breath, and you wait for a moment. Nothing happens. I'm gonna cast a minor illusion that makes it just, like, the sound of kind of, like, hubbub and, like, laughter and clinking glasses, or not clinking glasses, but just, like, as though, like, a big noisy group of people has just come into the room and is just, like, kicking up a ruckus. Okay. Um, so you, uh, do that. I'm assuming you're, you're casting it to be, like, right outside the door so that for maximum yeah, yeah. effect. Exactly. Um, so, I, yeah, I cast minor illusion of the sound of two employees smoking on company time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cast minor illusion of the sound of two people leaning when yes. they could be cleaning. <laughs> um, and so you cast that, and it just sounds like, you know, people drinking, getting turnt uh, right on the other side of the door. And you, uh, again, you sort of wait, all of you holding your breath. You hear footsteps on the other side of the door walking over. And then through the door you hear, whoever's there, stop fooling around. I'm trying to work. Uh, I'm gonna sort of try and do my best to disguise my voice and say, um, and say, Blow it out your hole, Quayla! Why don't you make us? You know that's not what the cultists sound like. None of them sound like that? I'm going to, I mean, I could do it because he wouldn't recognize my undisguised voice anyway. So I'll just shout. Okay. In, in the real cultist's voice. Blow it out your hole, Quaylar! <laughs> what is it to you? I'm saying we've established that the, cu- the cultists all sound like this, bro. Yeah. Oh, remember? They, they all oh, yeah, they're all bros. <laughs> I'm kidding. They don't ask they don't sound like that. No, it's fine. Uh, so you, uh, um, you can both do it. You both cast Minor yeah. Illusion and fake this yell of just, like, antagonizing Oh, Quaylar. scratch your butt and call it... Sunday morning, Quaylar. <laughs> Why don't you go make love to an ankeg? Yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> Snakes are dumb. <laughs> oh shit! Fight words. Uh, so you hear angry footsteps stalking over towards the door, and then the door just flies open, um, yeah. and it just crashes right into Yarfik as he's standing behind It's it's not enough to, like, hurt you or knock you off your feet or anything like that. It's just the kind of thing where, like, it was a little bit surprising. I want to see this visual now, just wham! Yeah, just, like, wham, but your shield intercepts it, so you don't even have to really brace yourself As soon as I see him, I cast uh, uh, Truth Strike. Um, he hasn't stepped through the door yet. Oh, well, as soon as I see him. Yes. No, that's fair. Can, I cast yeah, can the spiders see him? Uh, the spiders can, so they can go ahead and roll their their web attacks. Or is it a de- or is it a save? It is an attack. It's a ranged weapon attack. Okay. So plus five to hit. So basically, if they hit, he's restrained until he makes an action and and succeeds on a DC twelve strength check. To bust out. So we can't see into the uh, room? Well, you can't, because well, you're yeah, behind I, a door. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, so first spider, <laughs> that's a natural one. Oh my <laughs> god. Okay. Second spider is a 19. So the 19 hits, the natural one does not. <laughs> 
Okay. Surprise, surprise. Cool. What's what's the save again? Uh, there's no save exactly. Um, he can use an action to make a, str- a DC 12 strength check to escape from it. But until he gotcha. does, he's restrained. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so. They also, by the way, mm-hmm. I don't know what exactly this means. It says that the web recharges five to six. I assume that means five to six rounds. No, what that means is that on the uh, spider's next turn, you roll a d6. If you get a five or a six, then they have their web ability back. Cool, got it, okay. Um, I've had to look that up several times. It's one of those rules that's very poorly explained. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's how that one works. Cool, so the... Um, does this attack do any damage, or is it just straight-up restraint? It's just immobilization, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so the uh, the door slams open. Uh, the first spider shoots the web and and uh, webs Yarfik's shield to the door. Oh, God. It's a natural one. That's true. I can't not have something happen. <laughs> yep. Um, uh. Uh, so it'll take an action to, like, pull it off the door. It can't magically pull itself off the door? No, it Damn. won't. Um, I mean, it, it, you can see it struggling to try to, but it's not made for that. Right. Uh, webs are sticky. They are. Um, and the but the second one goes straight through the doorway and and wraps itself around him, uh, so that he's essentially it, it would be like having ropes tied around his torso. Um, so he is currently restrained. Let's roll initiative. Yeah. Nineteen. Oh, that's not even the right die. <laughs> Oof. Eleven. Twenty-two. Oh, and Ildov gets three. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ildov. <laughs> there we go. Wow, right in the middle. So, uh, resetting the scene, uh, we have got Quaylar standing just inside the doorway. Hasn't even walked through it yet. Currently restrained. Uh, one of the spiders, or both of the spiders are in full view of him. Yarfik is right behind the door, his shield having just gotten webbed to the door. Um, Cassian, you are sort of against the far wall from your vantage point where the door is and where Yarfik is. You don't have line of sight directly to him, but it would be an easy, like, five-foot step for you to be able to see him. Okay. Um, and then Ildov and Eowyn are all the way across at the other end of the armory. Um, and first up is Yarfik. Uh, I gotta check one thing. Hold on. I, I know what I'm doing. I just want to make sure I, I need to have line of sight. Because right now he has full cover, right? From, from you, you yes. yeah. Can I see him at all? Uh, not at the angle you're at, because he hasn't walked through the doorway. Uh, it says no bonus for cover okay. for Sacred Flame. So I'm going to Sacred Flame's ass. Okay. It actually, he also has dex- uh, disadvantage on dexterity saving throws because he's restrained. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but this is an attack, I believe. Sacred Flame is oh. a dex saving throw. Oh, it's You just do it over the doorway. <laughs> Try to pop up and pour, pour the flame down yeah. the other side of the doorway, like cold water over a shower curtain. <laughs> uh, so that's a four. Okay. And uh, that's my DC is. Uh, Your DC is higher than four. More than four, <laughs> I hope. So that is. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that is 13 points of radiant damage. Okay. And then. Um, so it's a full action to get my shield off. Correct. And you've just taken an action. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to. Do that around the door, and then I'm going to uh, stay put for now. Okay. That's what I'm going to do for now. Okay. Great. Uh, Eowyn. Yes. Um, I'm going to... Huh. I'd, I'd say this is sort of the line of visibility. Because he's inside the doorway. Because he's inside the doorway. So that's where you'd have really to move to him. to be able to see him. 
By the way, Aaron, if it matters, he already will have, we'll we'll already have advantage on attacks against him from him being restrained. So I I don't know if, I don't remember if that's what True Strike does. Yes, it does. Uh, So I don't need to cast it again. But if I run out there, I'll be the only one directly in his line of sight, and I don't want him to attack me. (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, (laughs) So I suppose I will cast... Hmm. Uh... Great. Just in case, for now, I'll cast Mirror Image um, <laughs> on myself. Uh, create three illusory duplicates of you, destroyed if hit. Randomized attacks. AC 10 plus on your dexterity modification. So Here. now there are three of me. Whoa! Oh, four of me. Whoa! <laughs> yes, yes. There's four of you. And uh, nice. now we can come out of the room and still hiding a bit. <laughs> are you hiding behind each other? Yes. <laughs> It's like a bob and weave motion. I love, they're all just like constantly trying to shuffle behind each other. <laughs> it's, it's like a protector and attacker. Of course. Yes. Uh, okay, anything else? Um, I don't believe so. Okay. Now it's the bad guy's turn. Yes, it is. So Quaylar, momentarily surprised about being webbed about uh, upon coming through the door. He makes his save. What was the DC on the strength check to break out? 12. 12? Yeah, that's a 15. Um, So he uh, just sort of hulks through the the webs, um, and then with his uh, bonus action, he sends one of his hands. He just sort of, like, swings his arm. He can do it from where he is. Uh, He swings his arm, and you can see now, um, actually, none of you can see exactly what he's doing. No, no. So uh, you hear the tearing of web, and then you hear the breaking of glass. Uh-oh. Yep. And uh, then, um, yeah, that's it for, for his turn for now. So next up is Cassian. So we know he's okay. freed. Okay. Um, I am going to, I'm going to just, um, yeah, charge up and get, get in melee with him. I'm going to go, I'm going to roll up and uh, I'll just tear him. Try and just skewer him. Okay, so you run right up into the doorway. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and roll your attack. Uh, that's a 20, not natural. Uh, that hits. And that will be 14 radiant damage. Does radiant do more on a necromancer? Uh, not on a necromancer. If he were undead, it would do uh, okay. more um, Can I see now what he smashed in the room behind him? Um, roll, a, roll a perception check. Uh, that's an 18. Uh, as you look around, it looks like the uh, the window on the right-hand side has been smashed. Oh, no. The okay. just fell over. We're going to deal with some snaky bros. This, this one? Correct. That window uh, right there into the courtyard has been smashed. Okay, okay. And his hand is like... Did it fly out the window when it um, as, as you look at him, uh, one of his hands is is like on the ground next to him in in thing from the Adams family position. Um, mm-hmm. It's his his right hand is there. Uh, uh, I would have seen that from out of my window. Uh, yeah, you, you maybe it depends on what the arc was. <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, but yeah, the the right hand is there, and you can see that it's wearing this like fingerless glove that has these these wicked looking spikes on the knuckles but his but the left hand is not to be seen is the right hand like stockier or bigger <laughs> <laughs> meatier it's it's hard to tell 
It's hard to tell in comparison because the other hand isn't there. Right. But it does. I wouldn't be able to t- recognize it as a dwarf hand or as Yarfik's hand specifically. Not or, particularly. Or Yarfik doesn't have a lot of like finger tattoos. That. that <laughs> <laughs> no. Darn it! I knew we should have all gotten those team love hate tattoos. I know. I can't get any more finger tattoos. I'm not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> They're starting to stack up on each other. No, no okay. I have ORE um, tattoos all over my hands. I can't get any more. Yeah. I'm not allowed to. Anyway, it is Ilmar's yeah, turn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she has uh, she has one spell slot left for, and then she can do cantrips and stuff, obviously. Can't she read? Not a short rest. There's a way to her for her to recharge them, though. Short rest. I what? thought there was also like a. Thing oh, where... she can use the rod of the pack keeper. Right. What she can use? She, an use? she used Dimension Door. Oh yeah. When? When you, you guys bounced up into the uh, oh, the yeah. lab. Corpse hole. Corpse hole. That's right. Corpse hole. Um, yeah. Can I just walk a bit until I see Quaylar? That would be sort of okay. the, the. Okay. Well, that's all right. I am going to cast. I want to see what happens here. Lindsay's never cast this. So. Okay. Uh, lightning lure. <laughs> uh, Lindsay has cast it several times. Oh, actually. when? Uh, it's never worked. Yeah, that's but the she's thing. Cast it's never it. worked. Oh, never, oh, never. That's why I don't remember it. Um, let's just see if it works. One creature you see, save or pull ten feet to you. If end in five feet, meaning if it runs into an obstruction within five feet. No, if it ends within five feet of you, so it, it gets pulled ten oh. feet in your direction. So if it's 15 feet away and ends within five feet of you. Well, I have a question, though. It's going to be pulled 10 feet to Lindsay, to Ildub, and then will it cost, probably cause damage to Yar, to, to Cassian as it's, like, clattering through him? <laughs> uh, it, it, well, it wouldn't be an attack of opportunity. It's not moving past him. It would be moving into him. It right, would probably yeah. knock him over. I think also attack of opportunity only counts if the creature willingly moves, or, like, like moves sort of of its own volition. Well, it's really it's just, just a matter dicey. of if it moves into and and or out of your your attack range. Yeah. Um, oh. If it moved ten feet, it wouldn't be moving out of your range, so you would not get an attack of opportunity on it. Okay. Hmm. But it would hit me. <laughs> it, would. Uh, it probably. I mean, I'd probably give you a deck save. See if you can. How's your dexterity, it. Cassian? Uh, it's pretty decent. It's like my second best stat. Can I try it? I mean, sure. <laughs> do it. It'll be hilarious. Do it. Way, so it's going to be fun. Okay, we're going to do it. Lightning lore. Yeah. Save. What's the save? Strength. DC. Uh, that is a nine. DC he, 16. He fails. He fails. All right. So, what's so, the word for so lightning what do I have lore? to make to dodge? Uh, lightning, it's a cantrip, I believe. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so it's, uh, 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 Ildov raises the rod of the pack keeper and sort of wiggles her fingers and says, bzz, bzz, uh, "Very ruby yeah, it was originally developed as a, uh, It was originally developed as a prank at Wizard Academy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this like lightning lasso forms and shoots out of the end of the rod of the pack keeper and just sort of settles around him. He can't break his way out of it, and it just pulls him forward. Uh, Cassian, let's get a dex save. Okay. Uh, that is a 17. Uh, with the 17, you just gracefully like turn sideways and sidestep as it yanks him out of the room. Nice. There. Now so. he's in the middle of everyone. So he's now in the middle of everyone. How tasty. Um, and does Lightning Lure do any damage? Uh, 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 oh, I think it does. And could you say, if it in five feet, one D8 lightning damage? No, it doesn't. If it doesn't end in five, with okay, five cool. Feet of me. But still effective to get him into the room. Right. So now he's in full view with everybody. Great. Then she can take a bonus action, right? Uh, if she has something she can do as a bonus action, yes. Um, no, I don't think any of them 
Okay, good. Good first round of combat, y'all. Yee! Yarfik, you're up. Yeah, yeah. I rip my shield off the door. Okay, there's your action. I uh, step out to here under the spider. Okay. And then I... Under the spider. And then (laughs) I lock eyes with Quaylar. Mm -hmm. This is a bonus action. I cast Compelled Duel. Okay, what's the save? It is a wisdom save. Does a 21 beat your DC? Mm. Unfortunately. (laughs) Well, unfortunately for you, Quaylar's pretty happy about it. It's true, but I still say to him, we meet again. Perhaps you'd like to try to dispose of us in a better way. Doesn't do anything to him, but at least it gets his attention on me. Yep. Uh, okay. Eowyn. I think I shall simply... Is that spider the one that fell? Neither of them fell. They're both still on the ceiling. Oh, I thought... Oh, the nat one caused that. So this one's... Okay, so I'm just going to cast... Mm. Yeah, I'm just going to cast Firebolt for the moment. Okay. Yes, and then I'm going to, yeah, all of my all of my buddies are going to be moving around. Do you want to hey, spread them out? Hey, hey. There's going to be one behind me, just in case. There's going to be one manning, uh, uh, AO-ing the window. <laughs> um, <laughs> just in case. Uh, we're all moving around. It's great. Firebolt on that Quaylaw fellow. Okay, go ahead and roll your attack. I feel like in my headcanon, it's like the triangle offense in basketball. They're just constantly weaving and moving and just going in between <laughs> each other. I have to roll a d20? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a Why spell attack. I can't remember anything. Uh, yay. 20, not natural. That hits. And I believe it's 2d10. It's fire damage. Eight. Eight. Okay. And does anything catch on fire? What? Does anything catch on fire? No. Bang, bang! (laughs) Bang, bang into the room! Yes! (laughs) Uh, Great, so, uh, and otherwise you're going to stay put? I think so. Yes. Oh, were the spiders supposed to go on Cassian's turn? Yes. Yes. Oh, whoops. Okay. So what are the spiders doing? Well, you, uh, you had given them direction to then try to bite him. Correct? Right. Well, I said web and then bite, so I don't know if it, if like they would keep trying to web him when they saw that he broke free. Well, remember, they each uh, used their web. You have to see if they can oh, re- right, if they recharge. recharge it. Well, so let's, yeah, roll, let's roll 2d6. First. I was wondering. First one does not. I was wondering when Second one does. Okay. So one of them has its web back, so that one's going to try and web him. Okay. Um, so that's an attack. Oh, sorry. Dice is cocked. Let me try again. Eh. Nine. Nine does not hit. So okay. one okay. web goes wild. Second one is going wild. to try for a bite. Webs go wild. Webs go wild. <laughs> There's our title for our episode. <laughs> All right. Second one is going to try and bite him. That's going to be a 13. 13 just makes it. Nice. Okay. And that will be a 1d8 plus 3 piercing damage. Um, that's ooh, nice. Nice roll, Spider. That's 10 damage, piercing, if that matters. And then he has to make a DC 11 constitution save or take some more poison damage. Uh, that is a... It's a 15 on the die, so... So, yeah. So he makes that. Cool. Uh, thank you for reminding us about spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, now it is Quaylar's turn. Oh, no. Uh, so first thing that's going to happen is... Oh, no. uh, the hand that was in Adam's family thing position in the room uh, remained in the room, and it is now going to crawl up behind Cassian um, and try to uh, take a chunk out. Um, so that is it's gonna a pound of flesh. Take a chunk. Uh, out. That wow. is an eighteen to hit. It's just Cassian. going to pull at him. That does hit. Yeah. It's just a big game of grab ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, he loves he loves butts. Um, so that <laughs> is one. It's totally two. casting his hand. And because he's a hand and can't talk, it literally cannot lie. Uh, that's nine points of slashing damage. Um, as it just sort it of like uh, throws itself at you and then turns into a fist and hits you with those wicked looking spikes right in the tush. Oh, right, it's got spikes. Um, okay. So you uh, you get that bit from behind you. Uh, from behind you, you also hear that um, you sort of remember the sound of like the, the how the hands moved the last time you fought Quelar, and you can hear that it sounds like it's like almost climbing the wall outside the window. Um, just that sort of little pitter patter of fingertips. Meanwhile, Quelar is gonna do. You said nine damage. Sorry. Uh, correct. Nine, nine slashing damage. Nine. Okay. Nine. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's what Quaylar is gonna do. So, uh, Quaylar, uh, sort of raises his stumps around himself and, uh, does this short but intricate motion with them and then sort of throws his arms out to the side and says, Seradio. <laughs> Casts sickening radiance. So every creature within 30 feet, uh, as they enter or start their turn in this area, uh, will have to do something. But what you essentially see is this like sickly, almost radioactive-looking light emanating from him and just sort of covering this 30-foot area around him. Um, he just basically went Chernobyl. Uh, I kind of. I mean, it's a topical reference. It's on HBO right now. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so next yeah, up, I give it a like a like an eight point five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the on the on a on, Geiger counter. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> on the reference scale. Yeah. Uh, so Cassian, <laughs> right, you are up next. Let's get the save from you first. It is a Constitution save. False. It might be. Um, okay. Uh, that will be. Oh, nice. Uh, Seventeen. Uh, 17 is the DC. Wow. Oh, no. Okay, that's brutal. That's okay. pretty major. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Does that mean he makes it? That means. He... So if I make the DC, I make it, though. Correct. Yes, you make it. Uh, but now everybody else knows what the DC is. Oh, no. Um, let me. Let me just... How big a radius did you say, Sam? Uh, it's 30 feet. So both your spiders have to make the save as well. Oh, right. Right. Uh, what the heck is that? What is the Bill of Rights in the Spider Constitution? That's right. <laughs> Life, liberty, and the pursuit of f- winged Fies. insects. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, one of them is a natural one. Oh, God, it's the same one that missed with the web. It's just the bad spider. Ugh, the other one is a seven. That, that was so they seven. both failed. Oh, well. Okay. So. Yeah, what happens to that? Uh, so that is 27 points oh. of radiant damage oh my God. to radiant each of the spiders. They also each suffer one level of exhaustion. Um, well, and, it doesn't matter. They're dead. Well, wait, I'm not done yet. <laughs> oh, and for okay, the duration sorry. of the spell, they each emit five feet of radiant light from their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> They're essentially irradiated yeah. with, with radiant oh, energy. Wow. Um, uh, so okay. uh, that just sort of destroys both of the spiders. They both, like, the corpses fall from the ceiling. Um, like and basically like ash. Yeah. Glowing ash. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, the bodies fall, but then from the bodies, like, the, the fake creatures that were inhabiting them just sort of, like, rise up and disappear back to their realm. <laughs> Screw this, we're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> no one tells me okay. fighting a giant radioactive monster. 
But uh, but you made your save. Bet you're pretty happy about that. I'm pretty psyched about it, yeah. Um, so uh, go ahead and do whatever you're uh, you're going to do or can whatever. Can you try to cancel the spell? <laughs> I, I can try that, yeah. I was con- strongly considering that. I'm just, I guess I'm just questioning whether it would be more valuable to make him run away. Um, well, remember, he's really... You just pulled him into yeah. the room, and now you want him to leave. Make up your well, mind. He would run. I don't know that he would necessarily run back into the room. He might run. Into the wall. But, he, but he's still radioactive, so if he runs into the he wall... He might run to the wall. He might run to the window. That's right. So yeah. which will okay, it be? Right. To the window, to the wall? <laughs> the sweat running yeah. down his side. So the spiders drip down the walls. <laughs> oh, it feels like <laughs> it's just while the spell is active, so it may be a concentration spell. Uh, right? You said that. That's an interesting thought, so maybe if I could just... just Look at you guys <laughs> inferring things based on the cryptic language I use. It's like we've been with you for over a year. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost like this is our 96th episode. No! All right. Yeah, I think I'm going to chance it. I'm going to... I'm going to just... I'm just going to attack him with Aja's tear again and try to just uh, stabify him. Okay. And Go ahead and roll Quayla's facing away from Cassian, so Cassian gets advantage! <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn your back on me! Cocktails again. Oh my god! Natural one, what is up today? That D- D20 needs to go to dice jail. It's really the only one I have on me right now. Uh, yeah. Um, so that, I guess, doesn't work. Um, so you uh, you go to stab through, but the, the this, like, sickening radiance that he's emitting is just so bright um, that you have to shield your eyes, and you, you swing wide, and you get nothing. Uh, not going to give you another penalty on that one. It's just a real <laughs> bad swing. It's a real bad one, huh? Um... And I can't really see um, from this angle how much uh, how much more of this room there is on the far side of me, like away from Eowyn. That's no uh, the other way. I'm saying what's like that's that. Yeah, I can't it see. It ends past, in about like, ten about feet there. from you. Oh, yeah. okay, got it, got it. <sighs> okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna bat, I'm gonna get thirty feet away from him if I can. Uh, okay, so you want to go towards Eowyn and Ildov, or...? I'm thinking, yeah, it's kind of in between them, if I can, sort of, you know, yeah. And and can I try, can I use a bonus action to shut the door as I go? Um, you... Sure, you're, you're, so here's the thing, you're going to get two attacks of opportunity. Uh, you're going to get one from the hand and one from Quaylar. Um, yeah. But I will allow you to shut to try and shut the door on your way through as well. You know what? Scratch this. I'm, I'm just realizing it's probably better for for him to stay engaged with me rather than running towards, rather than clustering up for him to get all of us. So yeah, I'm just gonna stay put. Sorry. Okay. Not NBD. Uh, Ildov. Oh, but I am going yes. to yell to Yarfik. Actually, instead of that, I'm gonna use my bonus action to just call to Yarfik. Uh, um, I know you've gone, you've done much more disgusting stuff than this without being sickened. And give him a bardic inspiration. Okay, <laughs> thank you. So, Yarfik, you have a D8, D8. To, uh, to use in the next 10 minutes. All right. Why um, don't you still shut the door? Well, can I use a move action to do that, Sam? Uh, I mean, not if you're going to stay where you are because you're in the space the door swings in. Oh. Oh, but if I but if I stayed in the radius, but but like sort of just sidestepped and shut the doors, I go. Is that legit? Like just get to where I'm, 
like still in melee with him, so not and yeah. with If, if you hadn't him. used your bonus action to inspire Yarfik, I would give it to you, yeah. but I think yeah. in the auspices of how much you can actually do in six seconds, I, I don't think that's, Fair enough. that's an extra bit you can accomplish. Fair enough. Uh, so now, Ildov. What Ildov Dune? She's going to roll her constitution save. Yes. Ooh. Oh. Ah, she does it! Which yes, she, she rolled a 17, a constitution is plus two. Yep, then she makes her save. Hooray! Then she's going to... Uh, split the beam. Sure, she could split a beam. Anything that might break his concentration, too. Is right. right, but if she splits the beam... I mean, she... anything that hits him and does damage has the potential to break his concentration. True, true. But I'm saying if she splits the beam, she can also hit the hand at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Something mm-hmm. to be aware of, though, is that when you try to break the concentration of a spellcaster, they have to make a check that is uh, uh, equal to ten, uh, equal to either a DC of 10 or half the damage that was dealt to them. Right. So dealing more damage is beneficial. True. I don't know why I'm helping you guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Humanife at teenhumanife.com. As always, subscribe to and review the show. It helps others find us in the wild west of the internet. If you'd like to support the show, head to patreon.com slash IWVTCast to live out your fantasies of being a Victorian patron of the arts. You can also support the show by going to dumpstattees.com, getting yourself a sweet t-shirt, and using the code IWPOD at checkout to get 10% off your purchase. Come see us at Belong Game 2nd Edition on June 23rd at Quarterstaff Games and help us fight Alzheimer's. We've heard that there may even be a bare-knuckle boxing match between the personification of Alzheimer's and anyone willing to step into the ring. Now, you won't hear that anywhere else, because it's probably not true, but you won't know for sure unless you come out to support a good cause. The Improvised Weapons theme, fight music, and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's latest album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify, and you can hear the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from BattleBards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for BattleBards Prime, or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. Tune in next time as the fight with Quaylar continues. Will the party succeed, or will Quaylar have more subjects for his experiments? We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs> <laughs>